We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On a Saturday afternoon in the sports world, look no further than this. It appears that Matthew Stafford is on the move from the Detroit Lions. Reports are coming in from plenty of credible sources all over the industry that Stafford and the Lions have agreed mutually to part ways this offseason. Now, Matthew Stafford, of course, has been with the Lions for the last 12 years after being picked number one overall. But with Dan Campbell coming to town, a new offensive coordinator, which we'll get to in a second, it appears that number nine's time in the city of Detroit is drawing to a close. The Lions will start listening to trade offers from numerous teams around the league that are looking to upgrade their quarterback position, while it appears the Lions will enter a full rebuild under Dan Campbell. Yo, what is going on guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast, episode 168 on the Blue Wire Network. Man, I can't even introduce my name before I hear these sirens. These sirens are going crazy right now. Oh my god, three episodes in a row with some sirens. Um, well, I am your host, Tyler. Join my main guy as always, Malcolm. Uh, Malcolm, uh, you're not doing too well, seems like, from this face cam I'm looking at you right now. Um, but how are you doing? Cut the, cut the goddamn sirens right now, man. I just need to cut the sirens. Okay. Is it off? Okay. okay. My fault. There's no woo today. Damn. I mean, right now, the way I'm feeling right now is like, it's like, you know, you know we date that girl in high school, and she just like drops off that note, and it just says, um, this is not working out. Yeah. I mean, not to expose myself, but I actually had something similar to that once. Yeah, I feel like like she just dropped a note, and I just opened it up thinking like, oh, okay, and it's like this is not working out. We should see other people. Yeah, mine wasn't a note though. She straight up just told me in my face. It kind of hurt actually. So, <laughs> but different story on a different day, right? Um, well, oh if you guys, man! If you guys don't know what we're talking about, we actually have two subjects for this uh, episode. Um, we'll get to one that 
not as significant, but it's actually pretty significant. Like we we're gonna actually do an emergency pod alone with it, but then this news came out like literally like twenty minutes later. So we're like, okay, let's just combine these. But the one that Malcolm's alluding to, the high school girl, you know, not things working out. That is uh, the big news that we found out today, uh, the time of this recording on Saturday, that Matthew Stafford and the Detroit Lions had a talk right after the season ended and saying that they will mutually part ways this offseason. So the Lions will be looking for a trade partner for Matthew Stafford this offseason and pretty much entering a full-on rebuild from it what it at least seems like because you're trading your franchise quarterback and we've talked about this defense before. So yes, it's a full on rebuild. So the Lions have mutually parted way or will be mutually parting ways with Matthew, Matthew Stafford very soon. And they'll be finding a trade partner with that very soon. Uh, trades could actually happen as of right now. They could discuss trades and it could happen as soon as right now. Uh, it just won't become official till March, but the Lions could be discussing with other teams about you know flipping Matthew Stafford as soon as right now so um, things are going to get hot and it's going to be interesting to the other news that's not as significant but it's still pretty big is that the Lions found their offensive coordinator and this was the big news that we were looking for but then this news came which made that news not significant so the Lions actually got a veteran offensive coordinator and they're going the route of a former head coach and that's Anthony Lynn he was just uh, fired recently by the Los Angeles Chargers, and now he is our offensive coordinator. So before we get into the Matthew Stafford talk, because I'm you know, assuming that's going to be the gist of this episode, and that's going to be the important stuff that you know people really care about, obviously. But the Anthony Lynn stuff is still pretty important for the team, obviously, going forward. Um, now he's looking like he's going to have a new quarterback as well, and you know it's going to be a lot of interesting things. So um, I'm going to hit it to you, Malcolm. Before we get into the Stafford stuff, you know, what's your thoughts on this Anthony Lynn thing? You know, we we were talking about this last episode when they hired Dan Campbell, and we kind of knew who their defensive coordinator was, which is now official now, who is Aaron Glenn. We were saying that this staff needs some experience. You were really on the boat that they needed some experience. They got some experience with Anthony Lynn. So how are you feeling about that personally before we get into the Stafford stuff? It's hard to be even talk about this right now, man. Yeah, well, I'm gonna try my best. I'm gonna try my best. Um, I don't, Anthony Lynn. I mean, <laughs> shit. Man, does it fucking matter right now about Anthony Lynn right now? Like, like, I mean, it's it's okay. Hire, it's good. I mean, I knew with Dan Campbell because he's not an excellent guy. I, I I knew he needed at least one guy that's has experience. Mm-hmm. As a head coach, as a coordinator, he can't, he couldn't be, you know, he's not in a position to hire two guys that just never did it before. You can't hire um, a, a quarterback coach to be a play caller and then not have a DB coach to be a defense coordinator, and he is not X no guys. He, he it, That wasn't going to work. So I'm glad he got Anthony Lynn. That's great. That's, that's what do you do? I mean, am I over the, over the top happy about it? Not, not really. I mean, shit. The missus, the the moral story is like, who's he be playing calling for? Yeah, well, Tyrod Taylor maybe. <laughs> I mean, uh, Chase Daniel. Oh shit. David David Blow. <laughs> shit. Will be Matthew Stafford. Oh uh, shit. Okay, I want to get something interesting. You know, some more perspective. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe you have more Anthony because I, I mean, from where I'm looking at Anthony Lynn, like, what what has he really done? No, I, I got mean, some positives. I got you some got positive. some positive. Okay, I mean, th- let's hear it because I mean, 
And this is something that you can maybe look forward to as we enter the rebuild. And that is our nice, run, nice young running back, DeAndre Swift. Anthony Lynn has a very much nice resume of being a running backs coach in the, in the NFL. I'm going to go through his resume right now. So he started off as a special teams coordinator with the Broncos from 2000-2002. But then from 2003 all the way to 2016, he's been a running back coach in the NFL. So he's worked with the Jaguars, the Cowboys, the Cleveland Browns, the New York Jets, um, the Buffalo, and the Buffalo Bills. Those were his running back job gigs. And I got something very interesting when he was in Buffalo. So looking up in 2015 and 2016 when he got to Buffalo, those were the two seasons he was the running backs coach slash assistant uh, head coach for uh, the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills averaged the most running yards per carry both years in 2015 and 2016. And they run the ball a lot. And I don't know if you remember this and – Pierre was telling us that we shouldn't take this quote too seriously. Uh, don't, you know, just take it with a grain of salt almost. But this might be a signal to what Dan Campbell wants to do in Detroit now. Because there was an interesting quote that he had a podcast on when he's with the Saints back in 2019 saying, running the ball wins football games. Now he's going the route where someone who's had a very good resume of establishing a run game in the NFL. I mean, even the Chargers, once he got to the Chargers, he established a nice running game. Remember Melvin Gordon? Melvin Gordon was very good under Anthony Lynn, you know, when he was healthy. And then Austin Eckler kind of coming out of nowhere. Um, he was an undrafted kid, and he, he really got the best out of him. Some solid production this year uh, with Joshua Kelly, Josh Jackson. So, Justin Jackson, sorry. Thinking of the Pistons right now, Josh Jackson. But this is someone that is going to establish the run game here, and that's kind of exciting for me. And that's exciting for DeAndre Swift. You know, I think he's going to set up some very good uh, running schemes for DeAndre Swift, and I think that's very exciting for our you know run, our young running back that you know we're really high on, obviously, and someone that we don't you know think we got the best out of him. So I think Anthony Lynn could get the really you know I think he could get the best out of a guy like um, DeAndre Swift. And then just going on with what Buffalo had and what the Chargers had, according to DVOA, the Chargers had the 15th ranked defense or 15th ranked offense. So, I mean, that's a middle of pack offense. So, I think that is a solid resume. One, you know, concern with Anthony Lynn and why he got fired from the Chargers, and that was his conservative play calling. Nice thing is that we're not worrying about that. That's not his job anymore. He's not worrying about the clock anymore. He's not worrying about timeouts. He's just worrying about the offense and scheming guys open. So, I think that's very exciting, honestly. When I first heard the name, I'm like, no, that doesn't sound exciting. That doesn't sound intriguing. But when we dig in a little more into Anthony Lynn and just look at his schemes, it kind of gets exciting. When he's just controlling the offense, I think that could actually be very exciting for our young guys, guys like TJ Hawkinson, especially guys like DeAndre Swift. Something that significant stood out to me, too, in the Dan Campbell presser the other day was he wants to use DeAndre Swift in one-on-one -on -one matchups to maybe get him on to mismatches versus linebackers. If, you know, there's a, a linebacker who is not great in coverage, you know, maybe he'll put DeAndre Swift out and, you know, let him cook. So I think Anthony Lynn is a good, you know, mixture of, you know, a guy that's going to get the best out of his, his players. And we saw that in L.A. We saw it on Hard Knocks last year. And, you know, this is a guy that people want to play for. And I think him taking a little less role and being an offensive coordinator, I think this could really benefit a guy like Anthony Lynn. And maybe, you know, he does get another head coaching job down the line. But as of right now, speaking with the Lions, this is actually a pretty good move for them, in my opinion. I kind of like this move. Yeah, with Anthony Lynn? <sighs> I mean, it is what it is, man. I'm <laughs> I mean, right. shit, I mean, this is something that they should, they should have did when they had fucking Matthew Stafford. I wish they had put this much effort into the goddamn run game when they had Matthew Stafford. 
Yeah. Now they want to do it when they don't have a quarterback, but we'll, we'll see what they do, man. We'll see what they do. He's already Dan Campbell's already talking about. Oh, you don't need you don't need to win with your arm, or he said some some cool something like that, saying he you also, don't have to. He also so, said so, it was a passing league though as well. You damn right, it's a passing league. Meaning yeah. you gotta have a you gotta have a top tier quarterback to win in the goddamn league. Yeah. I mean, you you can win pretty games. You can win games with with, with a running back, and I get it. You can win games with a running back, but you need two. Well, I think you to need, make. I mean, we we this is not all Dan Campbell's decision. He was notified as he was getting interviews that Matthew Stafford wasn't interested in being with the team anymore. I mean, this was Stafford's decision at the end of the day. This wasn't it is, Dan it is. Campbell, Brad Holmes' decision. This isn't them parting ways with him. This is Matthew Stafford saying, this is enough, man. I'm not going to go through a fourth regime change in Detroit. I mean, he's seen what's happening. Could you blame him? It's, 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 it's a fucking Lions organization. It it's a Lions organization. It, it, it's them, and... I want to, yeah, yeah. I'll put it on them, and and, and more, more importantly, I put it on Bob Quinn and, and Patricia. Hundred percent. They they, that they, the they drove him. They drove that dude over the edge. Yeah. I mean, that was the regime that we expected when we hired them. They were supposed Don't to be. Don't say we. Okay. Say we. Majority. I, I I wasn't big on these two, and I say no. I'm just gonna go with the flow when we hired them because they're here. And I said, uh, even in the beginning, you, I mean, you go back to the, our early our early pods. That said, this shit doesn't work out. It's gonna be chaos, and it's gonna bring us all the way back. You guys was like, hey, we need it. We have to change. We gotta. We gotta do a change. Yeah. And now we did. Yeah. Now, now we're square fucking one. We're well, back to we, the fucking drawing boards. We had the worst scenario happen in Detroit with Patricia and Quinn, but you know. It, we live and learn, right? Yeah, we live and learn. <laughs> now we don't have a quarterback, man. This shit, this is killing me. This is not. I mean, at the end of the day, man, like there was so many holes on this team right now. You look at this team, and it's like, and I look at Stafford's age, and I look at Stafford's like, how 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 much longer are you gonna ride this out? How much longer are you gonna keep doing this? And like in Stafford's shoes, like I can't blame the guy. Who who has ever gone through four different head coaches with the same team? I like I don't think that's ever happened. Nobody's nobody's mad at Stafford. Nobody's no. nobody's taking their their nobody's attacking. He doesn't have social media, but the closest thing would be Kelly. Yeah. Nobody's attacking Kelly's page saying, "Oh, get out of here, get out of Detroit." You know, no. nobody's you know nobody's attacking Stafford for what he did. That dude played injured. He yeah. gave a thousand percent of his effort, 100%. and because of that. We're thankful, you know. We're we're thankful for Stafford. Yeah, but the Lions just—they do this all the time, man. They waste talent. Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson, now, fucking Matthew Stafford. They just waste talent. Yeah, it's like the same cycle over and over and over again, man. It just, <sighs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's wasted. You look at the big picture. It was a wasted career for Matthew Stafford in Detroit. We didn't get the best out of him, and. I'm pretty sure a team will get the best out of him wherever we end up trading him. Like, uh, it wouldn't shock us. It wouldn't shock me, at least, that if he did hold a Lombardi trophy for a different team. It wouldn't shock me one bit. But at the end of the day, you got to look at the big picture going forward. I mean, we had to do this. This is a We need to rebuild. This team is too far away to keep trying to plug in Band-Aids, keep trying to sign free agents, trying to, uh, you know, we, we keep having top 10 picks. Like, that's not, we're not progressing to anywhere right now. Like, it was time to blow this whole thing up. 
and you know get a new head coach in, get a new general manager in. And we should honestly have done this earlier. I mean, we're a little late to the party right now. We had the number three pick overall last year, and we didn't really spend it you know, towards the future all that much. But that's a different story on a different day. So I don't know, man. It was just something that had to happen. It sucks as a fan of being Matthew Stafford, of being a fan of Matthew Stafford. But at the end of the day, like I mentioned, it just had to happen. Like, did you ever see an end goal with this? Do you, do you mean do I see that we could actually win with Matthew Stafford? I, I think if we had a, a, a competent coach, a coach with sense, a, a good coach. No, no, no. I'm saying right staff. now. No, no, no. Not, not in the past. Not in the past. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm talking about going right forward. Now. I'm going forward. If we had a, a, a competent coach and we had a, a good staff, can we win with Stafford? Stafford's an elite talent. Of course he could win with Stafford. Stafford could probably win anywhere if you put the right staff around him. Put it with Stafford with the right staff. I mean, that team is, they said it themselves, it's not that far away. I mean, offensively, they're not far away. Defensively, they need a lot of work. But offensively, they're not that far away. Your whole O-line's there. You have running back. What, plug in two wide receivers? And Stafford can't play at a high level? Exactly. It, it, it is what it is. Yeah, of course. But the thing is, the, 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 this organization just do this over and over again. And like we we're the only we're the only organization that just have elite talent. Like we, like what other organization ha- could say? Yeah, we had the best running back, or we you know arguably had the best wide receiver, and now we you know we have a top a guy that's going to go down and I think in every statistic top ten in that position. Yeah, has all numbers. What organization can say that besides the Lions? And we wasted all three of those guys. Yeah, and resulted in a one playoff win and all one that. One playoff win. I mean, it's just like, it's just, just the same shit over and over. And, and it, I just feel sorry for people that just, just keep seeing the same cycle. Just sees the same cycle. Like, oh, yeah, we have an elite player. And then, oh, he either wants to retire or he doesn't want to be here. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the same shit. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just. It's one of those decisions that like just had to be made, and for Stafford's front, the same thing. It just had to be made. Like he had to move on too. I mean, the, like this is just—it was getting psychotic. If he if he wanted to run through another regime with the Lions, it, it would have been idiotic, honestly, on his end. I mean, he's seen <laughs> firsthand what this organization has done to him and what he's what they've done to other players. Like on his front, it's just not worth it, in my opinion. And I respect the hell out of him for trying to get out of the situation, honestly. And now for the Lions front, it's all about the future. It's all about what's next for this team, and you got to hope it's a different future, or you got to hope it's a di- different from the past. Am I guaranteeing that? Hell no. I can never guarantee that the Lions because they have never done it before, or at Ever. least in my Ever. time or in Malcolm's Ever. time. Ever. So, I mean. I mean, we have one playoff win since 1957, guys. Yeah, I mean, we're the idiotic I mean, ones. I mean, that they, they keep following this team, honestly. But yeah, they have one playoff win since 1957. I mean, it just that that just says it all. Yeah. Can they find? Can the Lions finally get a rebuild right? Can they finally do it? And that's going to be the question going forward. And what is Dan Campbell? What is Brad Holmes? And what does their staff do? I mean, could they do it? I I can't say yes or no right now. And I and I said that when we hired Dan Campbell. And I and I'll never be able to say yes or no with whoever the hell they hire. It's it's just it's an answer I can never give you confidently saying yes or no. And we're back. We're back to stage one. We're back to the laughing stock. And, you know, Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell, like we mentioned, this is a rebuild, a rebuild that needs to happen and something that they're going to have to fix. And, you know, they got their time, obviously. You know, Dan Campbell got six years on his contract. Brad Holmes got five years on his contract. So they got time. But they got to get it done. And, you know, what that timeline is, I don't know what it is. But um, 
at the end of the day, you know, it's a big offseason, and they just lost the biggest piece on the team. They lost a franchise. They lost a locker room. They they lost the biggest guy in the locker room with Matthew Stafford. So it's not going to be an easy fix. It's not going to be an easy plug. Nobody's saying that. And with whoever they end up drafting, if it is a quarterback, doesn't <laughs> guarantee he's going to be a star. Doesn't guarantee he's going to be a stud. Could he be? Yeah, he could be. We'll see. I mean, it's all about it's all going to be about the development of what Anthony Lynn, what could Dan Campbell, yeah, Brad Holmes. I mean, all of it. It's going to all be about development, who they end up picking, and it's going to be interesting. That's all I'm going to say. But like I said again, this was something that had to happen on both ends, and I'm happy for Stafford and for the Lions front. I'm just happy to turn the page and start a new rebuild and start over because I'm I was sick and tired of the last three years putting these band-aids. Let's get a new linebacker. Bus, Johnny Tavai. I'm sick of putting these stupid band-aids in and we're not getting anywhere. It was time to blow this whole thing up and start from scratch. And rebuilds suck. I mean, I, I'm going through all of them right now with all my teams right now. The Tigers rebuilding, the Red Wings rebuilding, the Pistons just started their rebuild, but they've been rebuilding for the last 15 years anyways. But, um, yeah, so, I don't know, man. It's tough. I'm, I'm, I'm just bummed out because Stafford didn't I don't want to sound like the Debbie Downer, like, oh, it's over. You know, we lost Stafford. It is, it is what it is. It just, man, <laughs> it's tough, man, because this, this, he's a guy that, that gave the team hope every single year. Like, he's he's been that guy, and now, we, now we're about to lose that guy. That's why it's hurting me a lot, and it, it's, not, it's not all bad, I guess, and you're, you're right. I guess it's something that needed that need, needed to happen, I guess. I guess, but it's tough, man. It's just, like I said, man, I think we're going to really feel it when we're in those situations, those Stafford moments. And when I mean those Stafford moments, I mean like fourth quarter down it's going to be fourth quarter down six points, need a touchdown, 40 seconds, no timeouts. And and those are going to be the moments where everybody's going to be like, fuck, wish we would have had Stafford. Yeah. You're no. you're you're gonna pull your Cleveland Browns memory from his 2009 season. You're gonna pull Riley. <laughs> you're gonna pull yeah. all those memories back. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's uh, when that's when you're gonna that's when that's when they're gonna hurt the most. I think that's that's when the fans are gonna feel it the most. Like when we're in situations like that, when it's like 40 seconds, no timeouts, and you score. Boom. You know, every quarterback is not cut out to do that shit. No. No. I mean, I, mean, I know he has. I know he hasn't officially been traded yet, and we'll probably get into when he officially gets traded because it's, it's going to happen. Obviously, like it's there's no sugarcoating; it's happening. Um, and we'll, you know, I think we'll speak more on it. But you know, somehow Matthew Stafford's listening to this. Like I think I have the utmost respect for him, um, just for what he did. Like you know, his his twelve years as a lion, and you know, something that. I didn't agree with, but like I respect the fuck out of him for was the last three games of this season, the last four games of this season. Playing for this no man, reason. this man was banged out of his mind. Like he was so banged up, and there was zero reason to play him for the Lions. You know, there, there was zero reason to play him. But this guy, I think he knew all along that this is it. This is my last dance with the Lions. I'm done after this with them, and I'm gonna request my trade, and it's gonna happen, right? And you know to. to Put it all on the line for a team that was nowhere near playoff contention, that had a 0.1% chance of making the playoffs, and still put it on the, all on the line with a, with some bruised ribs, some your bad back, your bad pinky finger. To put it all on the line, man, like, 
he he fit the Detroit mentality. Like he had that blue collar mentality, and that's something I'm going to miss about Matthew Stafford. He had he 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 really embraced the city so much, and a lot of players will talk about that how he embraced the city. And as a fan, you know, being from here, being born and raised in Michigan, he embraced the Detroit hustle, the Detroit versus everybody. That was Matthew Stafford. So, you know, you know, he he just never like ah, man. It's so many it's so many words you could say about Stafford, and it's just like. It's tough to pinpoint on one moment or one, you know, word that Stafford because there's so many different ways you could explain Matthew Stafford. So, you know, from my hand, from my heart speaking, you know, from my fan perspective, I'm gonna miss the fuck out of him because he was a beast. He was he gave us hope, like Malcolm said. So it sucks from that perspective. But when I go into my head, I'm thinking about it. It's something that just needed to happen. But you know, with that being said, I know it's not official yet, but I wish nothing but luck for Matthew Stafford going forward, and I, I know he's going to succeed wherever he goes. Um, he is. So, I mean, he is. We, we he, he's going to win. He's going to win playoff games, and that is going to show everybody that it's, it's not Stafford that was a problem. It's the organization that was a problem, yeah. and it just is what it is, man. I just, fuck. <laughs> what, what's next? Like, what? What does the Lions do now, man? I know there's, there's some, some some scenarios. I mean, I know I thought about it the other day that, you know, I put on Twitter the other day, and I was just, you know, just talking shit um, about um, Martin Mayhew drafting Stafford in mm-hmm. 09, and now he's the the GM for Washington. Would that, some, would that be a, a potential destination for Stafford? Or Yeah. Could you see that? Could he or is it? Yeah. I know a lot of people are saying indie. I mean, there's a lot of spots you could think of. Like you mentioned, Washington's a good connection, obviously with Mayhew. Knowing Mayhew, um, you could look at indie. They Philip Rivers is just retiring. Jacoby Brissett, I believe, is a free agent, so that's a destination. And they're a team that could win a Super Bowl very soon. They have all the pieces, a great old line. Uh, they have a nice running game, very good defense. So I mean, you plug in Stafford, that's already a Super Bowl contender right away. Uh, San Francisco, that's a good fit for him. Playing with Kyle Shanahan. New Orleans, looking like Drew Brees is going to retire. That's also a very good fit for him, having a run game. Very good offensive line, solid defense. So, I mean, you plug in Stafford and, you know, any of those scenarios that we just pulled up, I mean, I'm talking already automatic Super Bowl contenders, honestly, right away from the, from the jump. Just plug him in that situation, you know, Indy, New Orleans, San Francisco, uh, Washington, maybe not Washington right away, but... Those other three, man, those are teams I could see right away, like making deep playoff runs. You know, it, it's going to be interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, wow. And then for the Lions, you know, front, I mean, you should be able to get a first round pick for Matthew Stafford. That's like the league sense that's happening right now that you're going to get a first round pick for Matthew Stafford. And it looks like you'd probably get a second round pick for Matthew Stafford. So you're going to get a nice haul for Matthew Stafford, which is a positive, and that's, that's good. Um, Something that's kind of being thrown around right now that's kind of interesting that if the Lions get another first-round pick, they could potentially be packaging that number seven overall pick and that first-round pick that they get and moving up in the draft and getting the quarterback that they want or the quarterback that they like. That's been been three and has been thrown out so far. I mean, we're very early in the draft process, so we don't know who's Brad Holmes, you know, QB right now, if he even likes any of these QBs. So that's gonna be interesting and see if they end up doing that as well. Okay. What about Deshaun Watson? Any chance that Deshaun Watson lands up in Detroit? I would be shocked. Uh, he has a trade clause as well, so he, he could decide if he wants to accept or decline it. 
So you look at the you look you look at the Detroit. Ain't happening, Cap. Ain't happening, Captain. (laughs) Yeah, he's not gonna want to come to Detroit. I mean, could Detroit pull off an offer? Probably, like that the Texans would like. Probably, but will Deshaun Watson approve it? Probably not. So, with that being said, it's probably a no go on uh, Deshaun Watson. A a name I kind of heard being thrown out. This hasn't been connected to mine. No, but Sam Darnold. (laughs) Sam Sam Darnold. I mean, because they have the number two pick. They're looking to potentially trade back. I guess Sam Darnold could potentially be a name. There hasn't been anything connected with Detroit so far, but I heard that could be a potential landing spot. So Carson Wentz, that's not happening. <laughs> I don't see Brett Holmes trading for Carson Wentz. I would be shocked. Yeah, um, that's not happening. But Sam Darnold might be someone to keep a tab on. But overall, it looks like Detroit's going to take a rookie quarterback and not going to roll with someone that's in the league already. Wow. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're here. We're at this point. We're at this point. We gotta start wow. having the conversations, man. Well, the next, the next big conversation is now Kenny Galladay. What do you do with Kenny Galladay? Let him walk. Why would you bring Kenny Galladay back in this this dumpster fire? I'd personally franchise tag him and then trade him. Just let him walk. Just, just <laughs> right <laughs> off from the sunset. Just, 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 don't, just don't get anything. <laughs> just, just go find your own team. What's <laughs> the point, man? I mean, you still want draft capital at the end of the day. <laughs> you know, franchise tag him for twenty million. Twenty million. You that you have to pay him. One. That yeah. you have to pay him. And then trade him. So you're gonna pretty much you're paying twenty million for a draft pick? For a year, yeah. Why not? Give me a third round pick and I'll pay that twenty million dollars for one I'll year you, and I'll give you twenty million dollars one year. Do we even have $20 million in draft capital? I mean, we can make it work. Just let him walk. <laughs> I mean, like, why, why not? Why not maximize him as, as much as you could? Like, I mean, I guess that's possible, but I don't just know. Let him walk. Just let him walk. <laughs> just, just screw the <laughs> guys. We're not going anywhere. I mean, it, you're rebuilding right now. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I mean nobody's got to come back. I mean, if you're paying $20 million a year for a rebuilding year, what does it matter? You hold him on for a year. You give your rookie quarterback at least a target, and if he if you trade him, you trade him. You get a nice draft pick, or if you keep him, you have him for a year, and then he walks after that. So let me. DC DC Kenny Gallagher even signed that 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 um. He has no choice. <laughs> he has to agree to a franchise tag. Oh yeah, they but, just they did change the rules. So if Gallagher had a choice, hell no, he was not coming back. If, if it's just like a contract, no, he's not coming back. But the franchise tag, he he has to take it. He has to take the twenty million dollars. Yeah, I forgot they changed the rules that the players that have to sign they can't hold out. Yeah. So, yeah, he's he's kind of in a pickle right now. But the Lions got nice leverage in the situation, and I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. I mean. Like I said, man, twenty you're wasting twenty million dollars by bringing in by by franchise tag and uh, Kenny Galladay. But what else do you do with that money? Like, well, what are you going to spend it towards? Not that we have much cap, but like, what are you going to spend it towards? Start your rebuild. Start your rebuild. Bring in players that wants to be here. Yeah, and you're going to bring in cheap guys. Probably you're not going to bring in anyone like expensive on a five year contract this year. You could if they want to be here, and you can start to rebuild now. I'd be shocked if they went that right away. I feel like that's like a next year or even two year step think, depending how long that they see this envision of a rebuild. You got to see, man. I remember what was that year when the Browns just went ham in the offseason and started just grabbing guys. They got Odell. Year. When they got oh, they, they, the year was the year they got Odell. 
Yeah, Freddie Kitchens. Freddie Kitchens? Or, mm-hmm. yeah, Freddie Kitchens first year. He's only yeah. been for two years, yeah. Yeah, this, this is with him. And obviously, he grabbed, they got like a few guys, and then I don't know, we're just signing guys. And then the, right. the year after, they fired Kitchens, and they figured it out. I mean, they had a very successful season, won a playoff game this year, and, you know, now they're looking out. Looking to be one of the bright teams in the league, potentially. I know, but that's that's a franchise that took twenty years to figure it out. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, we're I mean, we're in the, the same boat. We're, we're we're watching the ending of like these franchises. It's like, oh look, the Bills did Buffalo, it. Yeah. Oh, the Bills did it. The Bills been doing this. They've been trying to work this shit out for the past twenty years, guys. Yeah. It's not like it's not like they just tried to rebuild yesterday. And that's a, <laughs> or that's, last season. That's even the more sad thing was because. You know, you made the excuse for those teams. They don't have a quarterback. They can't hit on a quarterback. We hit on a damn quarterback, and we still couldn't do it. Yeah, this is it, it just that, that's why that's why it sucks. That's why it just sucks because we had the guy. And now and we're it's hard to hit on quarterbacks. Yeah, and we yeah. hit on them. Like you we saw, these, you you saw these teams. Like the reason why they're rebuilding for so long, like Miami, Cleveland, Buffalo, they couldn't find a damn quarterback. I mean, exactly. And now. I mean, at least two of the three franchises, they seem confident in their quarterbacks going forward. Obviously, with the Bills of Josh Allen, I think the Browns are confident in Baker Mayfield. And then the Dolphins, you know, there's still a jury out on Tua Tonga by Lola right now. But, you know, we'll see when that happens. And, and now, it's, now it's like a worse – I think this is a worse time for quarterbacks. This is this is the day and age of the worst time for quarterbacks. The reason why I say that is because it seems like teams are just giving up on these guys. Like, they give them one year. <laughs> and if they don't see that magic – Mm-hmm. They're willing to just give up on the guy. Yeah. I, I, I'm hearing rumors about the Miami Dolphins giving up on Tua. Yeah. Well, it seems like the only reason they would give up on Tua is for Deshaun Watson, which is understandable, I guess. Somewhat. Well, no, I'm, I'm hearing other, I'm hearing that they should trade, they should just draft a guy. I don't think, the, I think these are just, not, 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 to, not to be rude, but I feel like it's just the Twitter people like us speculating on this type of well, stuff. Well, it's, I, I don't it's, think it's, it's, it's just the media. The media is saying it. Yeah. A lot of people in the media are saying it. Yeah. I just, I think the important people that make the decision, so people not like us, I like don't the, think they think like the that. The Dolphin organization? I don't think they're thinking <laughs> like that. Unless they're getting Deshaun Watson, which is understandable at that point. But I don't think they're just giving up on Tua Tungavailoa just for a first-round pick. Like, that's just stupid. I mean, we've seen it with Josh Rosen. That was a new regime, though. They brought in a new general manager and Cliff Kingsbury, so that's different. I mean, this is still Flores. Yeah, that's that's true. It's still Flores. So Tua has to be his guy, man. It has to be, man. I would be shocked unless it's Deshaun Watson. That's the only way you make it. or Stafford, maybe Stafford. That's what they're saying. But uh, even then, I want to see that, man. You give up? Can you imagine trading for Tua? <laughs> could you imagine could, that? Like could we could have the Tua? opportunity just to draft him, but we would traded for him. Yeah, that'll be that'll be that'll be interesting. Like, what if Miami offered the number three pick in Tua? For Stafford, take it, take it. I mean, yeah. that's 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 very appealing. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a Tua fan like you. I know Pierre would probably think otherwise, but no, he doesn't like lefties. But I'll take it. I'll <laughs> yeah. take it. I love the logic. He just doesn't love. He doesn't like lefties. That's 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 his that's his logic. I guarantee you, Tua was right-handed. You'd be all over him. What is it like? Is it like the Madden screen has like a little <laughs> weird? He plays Madden with the lines. Isn't like how they uh. Look on the left hand side or something. Like that. I, I don't know, man. I love lefties in Madden with Mike Vick back in the day. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the Lions do here, man. This is whatever they do, man. They just, they just need to make it right, man. Yeah, that's gonna be a very interesting offseason once again. But 
think with that being said, I think that's a wrap to this episode of the Pride Podcast. Hope you guys all enjoyed. This is an emergency podcast of the Lions hiring Anthony Lynn as their new offensive coordinator. And then the big decision that Matthew Stafford's made with the organization saying he wants to part ways. So that being said, again, hope you guys all enjoyed. If you guys could leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever the hell you guys listen to your podcast, it's very much appreciated. When I'm out. Peace. All right, y'all. It's your boy Malcolm. And usually I'm a little bit more excited, but I'm, I'm just out, man. I'm out. I'll see y'all in the next episode, man.